Welcome to A Life Shared, where we talk with everyday people who empower, equip, and encourage others right where they are. I'm Ellen Martin. Glad you've joined us. Earlier this year, I did an interview with a lady named Carrie and her friend, Hal. I called it The Gift of the Other, but it was a really bad title, so I changed it to The Unexpected Friend. Maybe it's a unexpected friend. Anyway, the backstory of contacting Carrie, well, it was just too good not to share. So here's finding your voice. And for the echo feedback that we have at some different times, my apologies. I'm troubleshooting. Remember, I'm low tech, way low tech. Thanks for your patience with a girl. Carrie, welcome to A Life Shared. Thank you, Ellen. It's wonderful to have you back. Um, (laughs) Yes, this is your second interview. Two different people who um, were super excited about the podcast agreed that you would be a great interview. You were not at a place where you could fathom that you had an interview to give. Can you tell our listeners about that? I remember where I was when you called and I uh, was a bit taken back, not even being a listener to podcasts. Uh, much less being on one. And my initial thought was, what do I have to offer? Mm-hmm. And the more I thought about it, I thought, what if I say something dumb? I don't know who's <laughs> listening to these. I just thought I just live. You know, I'm just a mom. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just a wife. I'm just a speech therapist. I did an interview with you and a friend of yours who said you would be a great guest, Hal Hamilton. You agreed to it because it wasn't just about you. It was about a relationship. I had lunch with a friend last week and she commented about how much she enjoyed that interview and also how excited she was to hear about our difficulty in recognizing the voice that we have, you know, believing that we don't have anything to offer. Something that came up that I wrote down in preparing for this interview was the significance of the life we give to others when we simply live. And so I don't even know you, but two people I deeply respect (laughs) and love are saying Carrie is a life shared. And yet I talk with you and you can't even imagine that you're a life shared. What happened between when I contacted you and now so that you're willing to be back with just me? The first step I believe was that it got shared on Facebook (laughs) and I never thought about that part (laughs) that people would listen and it was shared by a a dear, dear friend that I actually grew up with who knew both Hal and myself. And then she texted me Mm. and she said, I'm listening to this podcast. Thank you for doing that. It has inspired me today. I just heard from maybe one or two other friends who took the time to listen Mm. and then affirmed me. I think I had told you I was not going to be able to listen, (laughs) (laughs) but I worked up the nerve to listen. I think I worked up the nerve to listen so that I wouldn't miss out on something that my dear friend Hal said, Mm -hmm. because I always, theoretically, I guess, (laughs) if that's the word, pull, pull up to Hal in a chair and Mm. tune in. When Hal speaks, I like to listen. Yeah, And so I didn't want to miss that. We're getting a little feedback. I hope that's not going to be a big deal. So I really appreciate what you're saying 
about being encouraged. In fact, someone I've known for years reached out to me not long ago um, and said, I just wanted to reach out and let you know that I've been listening to and enjoying your podcast immensely. I feel like each episode... I feel like each episode reaches in and taps on my heart in places I had long forgotten needed that life. Mm -hmm. And what she didn't know is that in preparing episode number four, I almost quit because Mm -hmm. I bellied up to the lie that I had nothing to share, that a life shared wasn't needed. So Mm -hmm. I love that in your life, the encouragement from friends of saying, thank you, this was a gift today. It has inspired me. Yes. That's the reality of a life shared. I am tickled pink that out of an experience of doing an episode on a life shared with someone that you theoretically pull up a chair and listen to, that in some ways you found your voice or at least have begun to. How has this impacted your daily life since the first episode? I find myself putting myself out there a little bit more. Mm. and being a little bit bolder. I just find myself realizing I have something to say, whether it's in an appointment with a patient that I see and I'm doing therapy with them. So I, I go into homes and if there's a patient who's blowing smoke in my face, well, I'm 42 years old and have never been bold enough to say, can you not do that? Mm. And I've found the boldness to say that. And that feels really good, speaking boldly and being real with my children, Mm. not just brush your teeth or go to (laughs) bed. Or I found myself asking harder questions and Mm. trying to be more real with them, especially Mm -hmm. as they get older. Mm -hmm. And it's not just the daily grind type things. It's the, who are you? I want to get to know you and I want you to know me and maybe all you want. Don't you, don't you dare. No, no. I mean, I think this is part of the fun of it. And to be honest, I don't even know if I'm going to edit that out. Like, I think part (laughs) of finding our voice is learning to use it, you know, especially in certain cultures, like in the South or in Christian communities, being able to articulate a boundary, being able to articulate a need is often considered rude. But mm-hmm. it's not rude for you to say some to someone, I need you to not blow smoke in my face because it gives me a headache. Yes. That's simply communicating a need that you have, a physical reality yes. that they are causing you pain. They have no idea unless you tell them that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, That's right. I've, I've watched too many people be bitter um, and have gaps and distances in relationships because they did not choose to communicate their need. And so it's really remarkable to me that doing an episode with someone months ago has, you know, as you once said to me in feedback about an episode, because you're a regular listener, I got all three E's this week. You know, you were (laughs) empowered equipped and encouraged, not, not because you've arrived, but because you're choosing to grow. And I personally don't know another way to live. And I can only say that it's a marvel that, um, 
the hope of the podcast to empower, equip, and encourage everyday people right where they are, that that's not only happening for listeners, but it's even happening to guests. So hearing your backstory is so much fun. I loved what you were referencing earlier is in finding your voice, you have this interest in helping other people find their voice. What has this been like for you as a mom with your kids, as you said, wanting to have more meaningful conversation with them and getting to know them and them getting to know you? I find myself, and I don't know if this answers this question, but I do find myself talking, role-playing with them Hmm. in situations that they come home telling me about and modeling for them things that I would never have said or been bold enough to say to stand up for myself as a child or for them to empower a friend. Hmm. Things that maybe I always wanted to say but wouldn't have. And and sometimes I get the response, oh, mom, nobody would ever say that. But <laughs> come on. But I was so thankful for the way that she responded. And she, she stood up for herself. She used her voice and healed the relationship as a result. And that was so neat. Yeah. To see. Yeah. To see her take that on. And I wasn't there. I couldn't mm-hmm. say it for her. But she used her voice to communicate her hurt and then make it better. Yeah, I love it. It's really neat to see the gift you're able to give to your 12-year-old daughter because discovering yours at 42 isn't what you want for her. Correct. The other thing that I really love about your story, Carrie, is I tell clients all the time, we just start where we are because there's nowhere else to start. Mm. You know, we can get stuck with the shoulda, coulda, woulda, but in the end, shoulda, coulda, woulda just keeps us where we are in the past. Mm -hmm. But you saying, huh, I inspired someone. Wonder what happens when I do this. <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. I can, <laughs> you know, oh, I can actually communicate my needs and things are better for it. Well, I'll be <laughs> like, you know, yes. that kind of stuff just gives life. I love the courage that you've had to discover more of who you are and in that, how that gives life to others. And also, like, Um, David Benner wrote in his book, The Gift of Being Yourself, it really allows you to live into the fullness of who Christ made you to be. Mm -hmm. It's not about you taking a spotlight. It's about you living into who he longs for you to be because he made you. Yes. And there is so much freedom in that. So much freedom. Tell me about that. It would just almost, not almost, it would be a waste if I wasted his story for me. Mm. And I think I think of a scripture actually that I read this morning, and maybe it was, well, not maybe, it was him. <laughs> it was the Lord that showed me in Acts 17 about how this was Paul talking to people in Athens. However, he's talking about how God has placed you in the place where you are. And Mm -hmm. at the time that he placed you there for Mm -hmm. a purpose so that you would seek him and you would find him. 
And the Lord just spoke to my heart and said, I want you to know me. I, want, I went to great lengths to give you this story so that you would know me and live for me. Mm. And that was, that was beautiful for my heart this morning. And so not using my voice is like bondage. It's mm. bondage to my own thoughts. It's bondage to my own doubts because it's not about me. Mm-hmm. And so if I don't speak it, then I'm keeping that story to myself. And if people like you or people like my pastor at church, people like my Sunday school teacher or a dear friend didn't use their voice, I wouldn't glean the wisdom that they have. And so there really is freedom in in speaking, just speaking. <laughs> Thank you for the privilege of being a part of your story and the story that Jesus is inviting you to live into as you discover Mm -hmm. and embrace your voice. Thanks for this interview on A Life Shared, Carrie. Thanks so much, Ellen. This is usually when I reflect on the impact the episode has had on me and wonder how it's impacted you. But today it just feels really good to sit with this. Carrie is finding her voice and she's learning how to use it and it's bringing her life and her children life and maybe you life. It's definitely bringing me life. The person who almost quit at episode four because I just wasn't sure this podcast was needed, that I really had something to say. Well, man, this kind of stuff, you can't make that up. And I couldn't be more encouraged that somehow through this, life is being multiplied for listeners. Our voice can really mess with us. But what if we take the risk of using it because someone said, that something we said mattered. And we learned that while our voice is ours, it's not just for us. It's not really about us at all. It's about the time where we find ourselves and how we use it to give life to others. Thanks for joining me, Ellen Martin, for this episode of A Life Shared. I hope in some way you've been empowered, equipped, or encouraged to live a life shared right where you are. Join us next time. You never know who our guest will be. Thank you.